The Fresno Focus Radio Hour. This is the No Focus Radio Hour. Comedy and insight from the greatest minds in Fresno. A Lito Mine Media Production. That's right. This is the No Focus Radio Hour, the number one independent podcast in the Central Valley. Thank you for listening and thank you for telling a friend. The No Focus Radio Hour is available anywhere podcasts can be found, including YouTube and your home smart speakers. Remember to subscribe to leave a review. It really does help others discover our show. And while you're reviewing, keep in mind that five stars is the correct number of stars. If you enjoy our show, please share it with your friends. And if you hate it, share it with your enemies. Check out our site, nofocusradio.com, for exclusive content and to vote on Don's polls. Find us on social media. Our handle is at no Focus Radio. You can find the rest of our shows at lighthomemedia.com. It's just me and Marty today. Uh, we're not so singers. we're not singing. We are going to do this, though. Running. Running. Where are we running to? Running to Fresno. Fresno. To Fresno. Wow, that was really good. (laughs) This is the No Focus Radio Hour, the number one independent podcast in the Central Valley. It's made for those who live in the Central Valley, for those who miss the Central Valley, for those who long to live in the Central Valley, and for those who are tired of seeing Christmas decorations in stores before Halloween is even over in the Central Valley. (laughs) Oh, Um, wow, as always. We actually don't have our beautiful cast of characters. Ooh, I got chills. <laughs> <laughs> I only have, uh, we only have uh, two of our beautiful cast of characters. We have with us Mr. Stupidasso. Hey, it's great to be here. It's a little lonely right now, but we got new microphones. Yes, we did. I'm excited. I've already peed on mine, so it's mine. It's marked. Yes. It's marked. I was concerned that they wouldn't work anymore. There'd be some sort of electrical issues. I got a little shocked. But you got a little shocked? Yeah, but the mic sounds still pretty good. It does. It doesn't it's sound all aquatic. Good. So. Um, and we also have with us, uh, you know me, my name uh, is Mr. Maxwell, Johnny Knobs. Johnny Knobs. Why are you named Johnny Knobs? You know, I'll keep it simple today. Okay. I don't know if you know this, it's because I control the volume. That was extremely simple. Yeah, it was simple. Although, I do have to tell you guys, I don't know if you saw, Yeah. friend of the show, Mr. Stephen J. Cochran, Stephen J. Cochran, has uh, started selling a book on Amazon. It's right here. It's called Johnny Knobs, The Man with a Thousand Knobs, a notebook by Stephen J. Cochran. Oh, wow. It says Johnny Knobs controls the volume in this hope-filled tale of an unlikely hodgepodge group of heroes rise to stardom. Oh, my gosh. We're hodgepodge. That's, <laughs> That's right. Amazing. And you can pick this up on Amazon.com. You know what? I'll tell you what. What's on the inside? You know, this is the best part. It's just it's a notebook. It's blank. Oh, that is the best notebook. So you can just go in, write your stuff. If you're a fan of the show, you know, go ahead and support. Uh, you could write down all the stuff we say. Exactly. So you can pick up a book here. I like that um, Stephen did this for us. I don't know where the money goes, but I bought one. 
I'm assuming he made a couple bucks off of me, so congratulations. Oh, and I'm thinking about getting one just so I could make all my show notes in there because I'm constantly writing right? pieces of paper. And then I started thinking we should, uh, you know, make some of these. This would be fun. But, uh, yeah, check this out. It's on Amazon. You know what? There'll be a link in the show notes to pick up one of Steven's uh, notebooks. It's called Johnny Knobs, The Man with a Thousand Knobs. So check out the – I'm taking notes as I go. The Johnny Knobs Notebook. Um, get yours today. Yes, get yours today. Operators are standing by. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty cool. I'm glad that. Thank you, Stephen. That's uh, really, really cool. If you remember uh, Stephen, he wrote the book Alameda. Alameda. Alameda is a van. Ugh, I'm trying to grab the book right now. It's a fantastic book. book. I love this book. Yeah. And in fact, I ordered another copy just for my own personal library. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's actually, it sits here on our table with us as we record. So I have to track him down and make him sign my copy. Oh, that's a good idea. Actually, did, he didn't sign that copy, he did he? He didn't sign it. But you he, know, Stephen, I'm going to call you out on that. you gotta, you got to come on the show again and sign the, sign the he, copy here. He wasn't here. in the, the theater here when we hit podcasted. The studio. Oh, you're right. You're right. I forgot. That's right. Um, so anyways, that's what's, that's what's going on there. Um, you know what? Let's do a recap. What have you been up to? What have you been up to? Thinking about firing my pest control company. Really? Yes. <laughs> they didn't do anything wrong, but um, if in Fresno we have these little mosquitoes, they're little ankle biter mosquitoes. Oh yes. And God. they come up and they'll bite my ankles. And I was just swarmed by them yesterday when I was working in the front yard. And I started to think about it because we have a pest control company, and they'll come out and spray for the little mosquitoes mm-hmm. and spray for all the other bugs. Right. And I realize I'm seeing a lot of mosquitoes, but I'm not seeing any spiders. And spiders eat those little mosquitoes. Oh, so, that's a good point. So they're killing off all the natural defenses that I have for the mosquitoes. Right. So so would you rather have the spiders? I love spiders. Oh, interesting. So like we have spiders sometimes that will appear in my house, and I do not harm them at all. In fact, yeah. I was brushing my teeth the other day, and there was a spider in my sink. So he, oh. I got one half the sink. He got the other half of yeah. the sink. I brushed my teeth, and he was away from the water, so he was fine. I finished up, wished him well, and went about my business because I don't like to kill spiders because I really like spiders. Now, what if, what if that spider got into your bed and bit you at night? Ooh. It <laughs> might be kind of fun. I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't really think a spider wants to do that. Spiders mm-hmm. aren't really aggressive towards people. They mostly just want to have a life. And, as even right. black widows, black widows yeah. will not chase you down to bite you. Right. They want to get away. Sure. So they only chase you down if you're like not chase you down. They might bite you if you handle them. If you get in their web and they think you're prey, or yeah. if you're messing around with their eggs. Now, I've been bitten by by a, a black widow twice in my life. Oh my gosh! How'd that go for you? Um, not good. Massive swelling. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> pretty big bumps the first time i was uh we had a we grew up uh, in the country and we grew uh-huh. up in like two and a half three acres we had a really big like garden and so they were like in the corn area of the garden i was out there picking i don't know stuff and one i must have just been disturbing it not knowing yeah right on my arm and just i didn't oh, i like you know swatted my arm golly and i hurt and then within like minutes started drinking purple <laughs> and within an hour i had like a lump the size of like a you know, like half an orange, just dark purple rising on my arm. Now, um, Black Widow's venom is neurotoxic. Did you have difficulty in breathing, violent convulsions, sweating? None of that. I did sw- tons of sweating. Yeah. I had a lot of sweating. Um, I remember having like a massive headache as it was like leaving my body. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of felt like crap for a long time. Yeah, because it um, all attacks your nervous system. But yeah, it's a you know it's a spider. It's not the black widow's venom is toxic, but it's not that toxic to humans because humans are so big. Yeah, you'd have to get bitten by a couple, I think. For it's it to usually knock under you out. other underlying uh, respiratory conditions that can cause probable death. Right. 
So yeah. it's just going to be inconvenient. But um, like around my house, we would have jumping spiders, and I dearly love jumping spiders because mm-hmm. they're all fuzzy, and they would sometimes walk around with water on their head because they want to have water, which is weird. But uh, I, I miss all my... Yeah, like, like cartons of water? No, or? it's just like a little bubble of water. They'll put okay. it on their head, and they'll walk around with a bubble of water on their head. That way, if they need it later, they could scoop it down and drink it. They're, they're amazing. They're really cute. If you go on Instagram, a lot of people keep them as pets. And they're jumping really, spiders. Jumping spiders, yeah. And they're super cute. And they're furry. And I used to see them around my house a lot. And now I don't see any jumping spiders. I don't see any spider webs. And I think the pest control company is, you know, killing them all off. And also they're going after the mosquitoes. But I think the mosquitoes can just outbreed them. Um, I'm, like, I'm looking up some jumping spiders see, aren't here. aren't those like the cutest Oh, the little spiders. tiny ones? Yeah. Oh, those are pretty cool. Look how cute they are. Like if you, if you go online and look up jumping spiders and you will be attacked by cuteness. Okay, I mean, for a spider, yeah, it's got the big eyes. Wait, are they ever? Are they ever? Get, they ever get that big? No, that's a tarantula. Okay. They they get made. They're just yeah, tiny. They're just like thumbnail size. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, and they don't bite you, and they're really cool and colorful, and they're they do a lot of neat things, especially when you get them out in the sunlight. They're really iridescent. I like this guy. He's like in mid jump. Yeah, these are the kind of spiders, right? If I remember correctly, these are the ones that if they bite you, you get like Spider-Man powers, right? I hope so. If they're only if they're radioactive, okay. So stick it in so the microwave kind, for a so while. Yeah, you throw it in the microwave and you'll be good. That. Don't do that. Don't do um, spiders. Have you ever thrown us? Uh, have you ever microwaved ants before? No, I kill them they, with a magnifying glass when I was They there. don't die in the microwave. Oh no! They just get bigger. They matter. I kid you not. Yeah. They just get bigger because the way microwaves work is, you know, it sends microwaves and it uh, vibrates. Typically, it's liquids, right? It has right. to. Um, sp- uh, uh, ants don't have much liquid in them at all. Oh, so whatever it does, they just get bigger, and they don't. Eventually, they probably die. But uh, a friend of the show, my buddy and I, uh, Ray, when we were younger, he just did all types of things to, to ants. Um, and <laughs> microwaving them, we realized, oh my gosh, they just get bigger. I don't know how that works, but it's freaky. It's kind of like the old 1950 movies, them with the giant spider, uh, giant um, ants that come out and attack the people. Oh, I haven't seen it, but it yeah. sounds it frightening. Um, but so that's what I'm trying to do is I want to have my pest control company stop coming to our house, save some money, yeah. and let nature do what it's supposed to do and let all these spiders come back okay. and take out these dumb mosquitoes because the pest control is not doing it. Um, and my wife said, I don't want to get cockroaches. I go, we're not going to get cockroaches because you know we don't live like pigs and the cockroaches right. aren't suddenly going to appear out of nowhere. Now, uh, I have pest control for mosquitoes. Yeah. And... What they ended up doing is they put um, this, like, bucket thing in my backyard, which attracts the mosquitoes, and then eventually they take that poison back or something, and it kills them all. Uh, it's helped some. However, I still will get the pesky mosquito in our house every once in a while. Yeah, also mosquitoes are very hard to kill because they go after um, carbon monoxide when you exhale, mm. and they go after heat. That's so, why they're always circling around your face, right? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Ugh. And so a lot of um, true uh, mosquito traps are expensive because they need propane in order to release the carbon monoxide and produce the heat hmm. that the uh, mosquitoes would be attracted to, and then they're able to trap them in a water trap or something like that. Right. I wonder what I have. I don't know what those guys do. It's some weird black bucket thing they stick out there, and they replace it every once in a while. A lot of people will buy um, bug zappers thinking, oh, this will get rid of the skeeters, but they don't. No, no, no. Kill a couple, but that's about it. Yeah, the ones that accidentally fly into it because they're not attracted to the light. Right. 
Oh, man, I do not like mosquitoes, yeah, though. Yeah, I do not either, because I had bites all over my leg yesterday. Oh, yeah, on my ankles, head. right? Yeah. Oh, God. When I was squatting down, working on some things on the, you know, on the near the ground, like pot, potted plants, and they were just swarming me. I was swatting yeah, them off I my face. I freaking hate them. Yeah. Oh, mosquitoes. But that's my plan. I'll let you know how it turns out. I'm going to have my pest control quick coming. I'm going to let the spiders take over yeah. to a certain extent. And um, just have them wipe out all the stupid things. Yeah, I'm excited to I'm excited to check in on on how this is going in a couple months when your house is swarmed by spiders and interesting. Because <laughs> black widows, I can deal with brown recluses. I don't like because they're venomous. those are super venomous. They're venomous, hemotoxic. Okay, those so they it, affect your blood. It break yeah, it breaks down the blood and tissues right around not the bite nice. area, which is not good. So you yeah. can end up with a big wound. Yeah, but they're not really indigenous to this area. It'd be hard to find them. Yeah, we have the big like wolf spiders. Oh yeah, but those, those are, are fine. Those don't do anything. Even though. like big tarantulas. I've kept tarantulas before as pets. Right, and they don't want to bite you. Or even if they did, it's their venom's not. It hurts because they got big fangs, but their venom is not that toxic to humans. Right. Yeah, I've, uh, somebody once told me the bigger the spider, the safer it most likely Usually, is. Usually, yeah. Yeah. But their fangs are huge. <laughs> oh, I have not been bitten by a black widow. Yeah, I mean, by a by I've a, been bitten a tarantula. by a chilling rose one time. Oh, how, I, how, ooh. It hurt, and it kind of, you know, a little swelling in the area, but it was just the, because it's got huge fangs, and they're big tarantulas. And I, I was, not, I was being a jerk. So it bit me. You're plucking its hair out with the no, tweezers now? I was just kind of handling it a little bit too too much, too rough. Oof. And uh, so it latched onto me, and um, I, you know, it was a little bleeding, a little swelling, but other mm. than that, it didn't do anything. Oh, that sounds um, painful. But I told my girlfriend I was bit by a spider, I'm probably going to die, so... <laughs> <laughs> I should take care of me in my final moments. Have you, have you, it reminds me of City Slickers when he gets bit by a snake. <laughs> Eddie's yelling, suck it out! Suck it out! <laughs> bit on the butt. He wants yeah. him to suck out the venom. No. That is so good. Oh, my goodness. Um, what about you? What's up with you? Yes, yeah, so uh, been busy, been very busy. We have uh, been you know, busy with work, and, and of course we have a, a six-month-old, which is great. But um, I've been prepping for our, our Christmas play that uh, we're putting on. Um, it's a Wonderful Life is it the is. show we are it doing. Is. Yes, we're doing It's a Wonderful <laughs> Life. The radio play takes place in the 1940s in an old-fashioned, old-style um, radio, um, radio studio. So when the audience shows up, they walk into a studio. The actors will be prepping. Um, you know, we'll have old-style microphones. We have a full Foley table doing live sound effects. Uh, so I've been practicing that, uh, rehearsing here in the studio, actually. So um, that's taken up a lot of time. Um, last weekend, my wife and I went on our first, like, travel date since we had our baby. Oh, did you bring the baby? Or we we did. We, oh, brought, nice. we brought the baby, but we also brought uh, my wife's parents along. Oh, okay. So that way, once we got there, yeah. a, a baby could hang out with the parents. We went to a, a concert at it was the Outlaw Music Festival. Nice. It, uh, in um, at the um, in Mountain View at uh-huh. the Shoreline Amphitheater, and we got to see uh, one of my favorite bands of all time, the Avett Brothers, mm-hmm. uh, which is great. We got to see a Jamestown Revival, great, and then uh, we saw uh, Willie Nelson. Really? Yes. Willie. Willie. Oh, uh, man. So Willie Nelson, this is interesting. He's very iconic, yeah. I, icon, all right? I've seen somehow, and I don't know how this has happened, because I'm not really a 
big Willie Nelson fan. But it was my fourth time seeing Willie Nelson in concert. None of the times were because I wanted to see Willie Nelson. <laughs> oh, man. So the first time I saw him, I saw him with, I wanted to see Bob Dylan. I'm a Bob Dylan fan. Yeah. He was playing with Bob Dylan. Oh, cool. Okay, so I saw him with Bob Dylan. The second time I saw him was when he was playing with Bob Dylan again. Right. So I saw him with and Bob Dylan. Did, yeah. mm-hmm. Third time I saw him, I went to go see Allison Krauss, and he followed Allison Krauss. And then the uh, fourth time I saw him, I went to go see the Avett Brothers, and he followed the Avett Brothers. Wow. So I've seen Willie Nelson four times. He's almost 90 years old. He's yeah. 89, turning 90 in a couple of months. Um, man, he's old. He like, he looks old. He sounds old. But uh, he, he sings with his son now. His son's on stage. His son is awesome. Yeah. His son now writes new songs for Willie, and they sing them together. They have this um, fantastic song called um, Everything is Bull. You know? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> uh, for it's era. a hilarious song. Um, it was a lot of fun, actually. So it was, it was pretty cool. So uh, how is Willie doing? How's his performance? Is it? Is he still got the energy? Or not? Not at all. No. Um, I mean, he comes out. He sits in a chair. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. He, I gotta, I gotta give him credit. He does not look like he's. He doesn't. He doesn't perform like a ninety year old. Okay. Right. He performs like a seventy year old. Okay. But like a normal seventy year old would. Like not a Paul McCartney seventy year old who's still like jumping on a piano and right. jumping. Or not like I saw the Who a couple years ago and they were still like. Peter Townsend. And oh, my Peter gosh. Townsend, yeah. yeah, I mean, they were... I mean, Roger Daltrey was still, like, swinging his mic oh, really? around oh, and man. sliding on the floor. <laughs> and, cool. like, you know, it was incredible. Jumping over, jumping over, like, the drum set. I was like, oh, my it's gosh. Amazing, yeah. Um, then he but, has to go get injection of morphine oh, later. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure he had some, like, HGH before and some yeah. morphine after. Oh, whatever uh, works. But Willie's... Uh, Willie just does not look good. Um... The the so it's it's a great story. So Willie Nelson, they have a big you know they they have the big sign the big uh, TV screens you know at the concert so you can see close ups right. And they uh, they have a close up of him playing guitar and you see his hands. <laughs> and I, I I I let out an audible <gasps> because his hands are uh, frightening looking. They're like really? dark black. Uh, skeletal uh, things. And I started, I was like, Brie, oh my gosh, I don't know if I could ever unsee that. And I turned to my friend, um, actually, you know, I got a big shout out to Ben, uh, well, for to Bernard and his wife, uh, Rebecca. You guys know them from Ben Smoking Barbecue. Oh, they have nice. been, yeah, Ben Smoking yeah. Barbecue. They actually, um, they actually took us to this concert, so um, can't thank them enough for that. Um, actually, I'm going to make sure I tag them, Ben Smoking BBQ, shout out. Um, so they, well, they, they paid you back for all the sponsorship that we yes, them, yeah, yeah, yeah. This uh, we the sponsored plugs, them on the show. Yeah. They took us to a concert. It's pretty great. That's nice. So um, I turn over to um, to Bernard and I go, man, did you see? You see his hands? I can't unsee those. And Bernard looks at me just dead serious, and he starts telling me a story. He says, <laughs> uh, he says, Max, a couple years ago, I saw uh, Elton John in concert. He uh-huh. said it was amazing. He said he was so good, and you know he was playing piano, and they zoomed on, zoomed in on his hands, and um, and they were like you know, million dollar hands, you know, just like so good. And then he says, and just right now, you know, 
I saw Willie, Willie Nelson's hands, and I just went, <laughs> <laughs> It was just the best, the best response was the story that ended with, <laughs> Oh, man. But, uh, you know, it's still cool, because really, you, you know, sitting there telling Brie, like, it's cool that we got to see Willie Nelson. You know, in his hands. Yeah, yeah, in his hands. But it very well might. I mean, he's 90. Like, yeah. The chance of him going on another tour is eh, slim. Yep. So, you know, I might have seen him on his last tour, which is pretty cool. And, yeah. you know, four or three tours before that, um, which is strange. That is so, very strange. I've seen Barry Manilow three times. Really? I've never seen Barry Manilow. Really? How's he? Uh, he's actually very good. Yeah. I, so- I saw him because I love my wife. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I went to see him three times. And he, he puts on a great show. As, I think certain people can really somehow age really well. Yeah. Those guys, yeah. Yep. Like uh, uh, Paul McCartney aged oh, just know. incredible. Yeah. Every time I've seen him, I'm just shocked. Doesn't have a lot of work done, or if he did, he, it was a good good surgeon. Right. So. Yeah, good surgeon. Um, never somehow didn't lose his hair. Yeah. Um, I don't in know. Theory. <laughs> yeah, in theory. And also, the thing I don't un- also underst- don't understand about these old singers is like, like you know Paul McCartney heavily smoked from like 19, you know, 52 to 1980, you know, maybe 1990. So, you know, you know, he was like a heavy smoker for years. Somehow never harmed him, his voice or his skin. And I don't understand how that happens. <laughs> I'm he, like, he never inhaled. I just, yeah, he, <laughs> he pulled a, a Bill Clinton, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Never inhaled. I'll never understand that. I'm like, these guys were like, you know, every picture of Paul McCartney when he's like, you know, he's always smoking. And I'm like, somehow his voice is perfect. Never understand that. So that's good. That's what I've been up to. Just, um, perfect. it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. That's yeah, important when you have a kid to travel with him because if you don't, you get into this rut that you just stay home because you feel like you have to. Right. And that's what I'm glad we did. We're actually, we did that now this weekend, tomorrow morning. We're waking up and we're driving to, um, some city I don't know the name of for a wedding. Oh, nice. So that'll find the wedding since you don't even know where you're Yeah, doing. I'm hoping my wife knows the name. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, I know it, sta- it starts at. with an L. So it's okay. like Los Gatos or something. La Pomo? Yeah. I don't know. It's like the cats. I don't know where I'm going. Um, so I want to... let's. Oh, I want to talk about this really quick. Okay. Um, I heard the last podcast, the Heroes Recap. Oh, yeah. The Heroes Fest great show thank you thank you um you got to you got to go out and um are we allowed to say who your guest was it's family we yeah heard. porch pirate joe that's yeah. my daughter okay yeah. perfect yeah so porch pirate joe's uh a, a, a Stu's daughter so that that was really cool you got to go out with her to heroes fest um interview some people tell me how was it how was the event it was really cool because we went out and i knew george the giant there so i went up to george talked with him and i said who's in charge here because i want to get permission i don't want people to think you know i'm up to something so i went George said, this guy over here is in charge. I went up to him, said, hey, we're with No Focus Radio Show, the number one non-church-related <laughs> podcast in the Central Valley. I love it. And so he goes, oh, really? I go, yeah, I'd like to just interview some people, you know, just kind of like, you know, find out why they're here at Hero Fest and get to know their cosplay character. He goes, that'd be great. I really appreciate you doing that. Mm-hmm. So he was really into it. Right. And so I interviewed him, got to know a little bit about Hero Fest, and we interviewed some people and a lot of them were in character, and they wouldn't break character at all. It was right. hysterical. So they'd be dressed up as a penguin or a stormtrooper, <laughs> and they would constantly stay in character. Other people, though, you'd go up to, and they'd instantly break character and start talking to you about some, you know, about the hero fest right. and their life and stuff like that. Uh, but I, it was it was really a fun experience because everyone was so receptive and so open, and it was 
just we had a great time. The only thing that made us stop is uh, my daughter started getting hangry because <laughs> she hadn't eaten, so I had to take her out to sushi. <laughs> I lo- oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's yeah. what that expense report is that I gave. Gotcha. You for the okay. Show. Yeah, the Perfect. sushi. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, that's expensive sushi. It was. It was mostly all the drinking, <laughs> all the sake. <laughs> But I was just amazed how open everybody was. And I thought, oh, my God, I want to do more remotes because yeah. people are so open to talking to us. Well, so I, I give them a card and I wore my hat and give them I love stickers. It. it was great. What I thought was cool was how many people, you know, I, you know, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to be rude. But, you know, you, you imagine there's, a, you know, a bunch of adults dressed up as you know, comic book people and you know cosplay. And certain pe- people will look at that and go, oh, oh, what a bunch of weirdos. A lot of people have this, like, impression of these people. I'm like, no, actually, these people are great. They're having a good time. Mm-hmm. I like hanging out. But the best part about this was, and this is the thing, um, all of these people show up and, and the questions you ask, like, why are you out here? So many of them, the answer is the kids. Yeah. Like, we're out here and you should see the look on these kids' faces. And they go, you guys are amazing. Like, because you know that, you know, to do that the first time might be, un- you might feel uncomfortable. Oh, they're, they're out there dressed as stormtroopers, Ewoks and everything. Yeah. And they are burning up hot because it was a hot, hot day. Yeah, they're not doing it just because they like putting on a costume. They're doing it for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I think that is so cool. And I think, you know, especially I, when I then heard that it's all the entire Heroes Fest is part of Project Wish Upon a Star. Right which raises money for children, um, cancer patients. And that's actually a very large, it's a big project. I know um, uh, Stan Lee himself was part of Project Wish Upon a Star. Mm -hmm. I looked, I I thought that was really cool. It's just, they do a lot of really cool things. Also, um, a lot of these cosplayers are are true artists because their costumes are intense. They're just not going to, you know, Party City and buying a Star Wars costume. They have like top of the line Star Wars gear. The Ghostbusters had, you know, really the exact same oh, jumpsuit yeah. as the Ghostbusters did. They had all the equipment and it was top of the line stuff. Like they put a lot of time and effort into securing this stuff. And even like the uh, 501st Storm uh, Stormtrooper Division or right. something, they police each other to make sure that, you know, they're wearing the a- accurate guns, they're wearing the accurate shoes. And also they like the Ewoks that he has all the accurate stuff. And yeah. Even though they're hot and they're tired, they're there for the kids. They're, you know, showing off the artwork that is their costume. And they're, you know, creating a good time and memorable experience for everyone out there. So, like, I thought that was cool. I know uh, on part of the um, some of the people you interviewed, there was like the Ghostbusters Fresno division. Mm-hmm. And he explained that they are officially licensed from Sony. From Sony. Like, they're Sony, officially licensed Sony cosplayers. And they're the Fresno Division. And they are um, essentially a nonprofit group that will just go out to events like this in the name of helping bring people to these events that are helping raise money for good causes. Right. And they have a big um, Slimer, life-size Slimer there. Did they really? Yeah, they did. Oh, that's cool. And they have their little ghost-busting car. It's not as cool as, you know, the... Uh, Hearse that they sure, sure, yeah, sure. they had in the movies, but it was a neat ghost busting band, and apparently they had a ghost that they caught earlier that day in there. Oh, that's cool. It was it was a great experience. It's yeah. something I would definitely do again, even though you know we never really did remotes before. But I'm I like I'm, it. I'd love to go do another one. Yeah, I thought I thought that was really cool. Um, I I know uh, two people. One of them you you actually interviewed was um Alex Vox. He was yeah. uh, I know him. I know John Major as well. I think they're both part of the um. Ghostbusters Fresno Division, um, but I've known them for years, and I've seen them in their costumes and the whole deal. And I knew that they were 
um, wore like real costumes, but even though I know them, I learned from the podcast that they were like officially licensed Sony yeah. people. I was like, oh my gosh, like John and Alex, you guys are more legit than I realized. Like my goodness. Uh, I thought that was really cool. Some of the vendors out there, were, they were all extremely friendly and they had really a lot of quality stuff that I wanted to buy. Yeah. Um, I bought a few things when I was out there. Yeah. There was a lot of so... people who did like handcrafted, yeah. um, like statues. A lot and... of them are local. Very cool. And they, they're bringing out their artwork to sell, and their artwork is really top-notch. That's awesome. One thing um, Porch Pirate Joe and I quickly learned after reviewing our podcast that we created after we edited it mm -hmm. is we need to take certain words out of our vocabulary, like, okay. that's amazing, fantastic, um, those type of words, because you could make a drinking game out of that podcast every time we said fantastic or awesome or amazing. Yeah, you take a drink, you will be unconscious in the first five minutes. <laughs> so, like... I, I did. So you every time somebody said something, you would say, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And that's <laughs> so uh, we got together and we talked about it. we said, OK, next one, we're taking those out of our vocabulary and that's trying to find funny. a different way to express that. Uh, you, you'll just carry around a thesaurus with you right, as exactly. you walk around. That's Indubitably, cool. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a cool episode. I like that. And I would love to uh, next time you do one of those, I'd like to go out with you guys. Yeah. Get some of that uh, amazing content. It was fantastic. I love it. Uh, we're going to take a quick, uh, quick break. We'll be right back after a message from our sponsors. I love our sponsors. Great sponsors. Maybe they'll take me to a concert. Hey, everybody. This is uh, your host, Johnny Knobs, coming at you. I'm here, and I'm drinking my... Erdinger Oktoberfest. I don't know what accent that is. Erdinger Weissbrau. Brewed in Bavaria, Germany. That's better. That's yeah. more German. Yeah. Brewed in Bavaria, Germany. Erdinger Oktoberfest. It says, Gutra dem Bayerschen Reinsbachen. Sponsoring. Thank you for the future sponsorship of our show. Erdinger Oktoberfest. <laughs> Um, it's a uh, Weissbrau. Is it actually from Germany? It's a product of Germany. Wow. It says here that Erdinger is brewed all naturally using traditional bottle fermentation. It's never pasteurized. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you for enjoying Erdinger. Erdinger Weissbrauer, um, imported from Germany, um, original from Bavaria. And then here, I thought this part's cool. It says, um... Hey, why are you putting on your leader hose? <laughs> Just getting more and more excited about this. You are. Jeez. It does say that it's um, yeah, brewed and bottled in Erding, Germany, under German brew law. So, thank you. Erdinger Oktoberfest, brewed in Bavaria. According we appreciate. To law. <laughs> we appreciate. We appreciate your future sponsorship. Yeah, I can't wait to go to Germany for their. That's they're taking us back to their uh, October. They're taking us to Oktoberfest. Yay! Yay! Next October, we hope to meet you out there, guys. Just go to our uh, site. You can sign up for the uh, the trip tour. at nofocusradio.com. Uh, We're doing a a tour to Erding, Germany. You All get you a, have to do is pay our way and exactly you can come with us for only your ticket plus our ticket. The cost of two tickets. You get to travel with me um, and Stu. Yeah. To Erding, Germany, to visit the um, Bavarian 
Um, and Max will talk in his German accent yeah, the entire I'll, time. <laughs> we'll make sure you know all about the Vosbrau. <laughs> They're Heinemacher Frau. We, we, appre- we appreciate it. I do like the pictures on here. Look at this, uh, this lovely uh, lady here. Woman with well-endowed blonde Well-endowed blonde woman with her uh, leader. What is, leader, is it? Female lederhosen? Leader I don't know. And then this man with his kerchief. Her frau. I like that. Um, okay. Okay, back to the show. Back to the show. Got some big. Big, big news. Big news. Big news. Um, I don't know if you guys, a couple things. I don't know if you heard just recently um, our our um, president, our uh, leader, our chief, has said that um, the economy is, quote, strong as hell. Have you heard that? Strong as hell. The economy That's is strong as hell. Statement. He said that while eating ice cream. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a true story. Oh, my God. Um, actually, I'll, I'll play the clip because I thought, I thought it was funny. Um, so let's see a, here. Uh, world, leader of world superpower. Right now, inflation oh, is dominating. Geez, there we go. Saying our economy is out. Stages in campaign. See, it has the latest Let's strap see voters. Here. <laughs> Let's see if I can get it. Here we go. Here we go. I think I'd be um, used to women. What do you have to say about inflation? Take a listen. Yes, our economy is strong as hell. In the internals, inflation is worldwide. And uh, he is indeed in an ice cream shop. You'll see that he uh, is holding an ice cream cone. So um, inflation is strong as hell. That's uh, that's from, I'll put that link in the show notes. But then here you go. I just want to uh, read this right here. Um, have you taken a peek at your 401k retirement accounts lately? I try not to. It's that's good. It says, uh, well, don't bother because it will ruin your whole day, your week, or even your month. We've had seven straight months of eight plus percent inflation. Um, a year ago, we were assured by the White House economic wizards that these rapid economic price wizards. increases <laughs> in Sorry. from groceries, rental cars, to gasoline at the pump, to health insurance were merely transitory. You guys remember that? Transitory inflation. That's what we were told. However, over the past 20 months, the rise in consumer prices over wages means that the average family even if you haven't, even if you got a 5% raise, you've still lost $6,000 in purchasing power. Yep. Um, and then here's the scary part, though, especially for um, older uh, people who are really counting, who are trying to um, maybe retire soon, is that um, since uh, President Biden took office, monthly savings have collapsed, falling 83%. Jeez. 83%. And um, that's huge. That's, that's huge. Like gigantic. That that's is, not like 15. That's like 83%. It is massive. That woke me up. Um, My God. Now the average 401k plan, which is people's retirement plans, um, just in the last year alone have lost $34,000. $34,000. That's a bell ringer. That's a bell. Oh! $34,000. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Isn't that huge? Holy smokes. Uh, essentially, and that and that's average, which means the average person who has about 135000 to start with. Yeah. So a lot of people actually have more than that. Um, but essentially this, you've lost 25% of your 401k. Oh, my God. 83% in uh, your average savings. 
If it weren't for this job here at the podcast, I would just be totally broke. I know. It's crazy. I mean, thank God buying these new mics are going to help us raise more money. Exactly. But what and he said is, okay, you know, inflation's bad everywhere. That, you know, you're comparing yourself to other countries, you know, that's, that's not great. Right. You're saying, oh, you know, everybody sucks. We don't suck as bad. What really sucks, I just pulled this up because I was interested. Yeah. So the U.S. dollar mm-hmm. against the British pound. Yeah. Usually the British pound is like, 130, yeah. right so now. She's about 30, 30% less, right, than right. our. Yeah. So usually if, if you get a dollar and they'll give you back a 70 cents. 1.33 oh, right. British pound. It used sure. to be that way. Right now, I just checked, it's 0.88. Yep. So it's right weaker. now, if you're going to go to England, go. Because yep. it's like 0.88. dollar's yep. never been that strong in forever. Right. It's it's crazy. Um, So let's just, this is the math, the... um. This is the math here from, this is an economist, Stephen Moore and E.J. Antoni. They are, uh, Moore's a co-founder at Committee to Unleash Prosperity, and Tony is a senior fellow at the Heritage Foundation. Unleash Prosperity. They have found that the um, nest egg losses this year alone for the average American who has a 401k is $75,000 in losses. Oh, my God. $75,000 $75, in huge. one Year, if you're including your 401k losses, I'm no, my god, is that not insane? Taking us down the rabbit hole. I mean, my god, um, yeah, I'm trying not, I'm I'm gonna gonna be eating cat food when I retire. Apparently, it's, I know, it's, uh, it's kind of, I mean, it's, geez, it's actually. It's scary when you actually... Yeah, I'm hoping the economy... It's got to come back. You know, it came back from the Great Depression. It should yeah. come back from... Depends who we keep... You know, we only have how many days before we vote? We have um, uh, two weeks before we vote. Something like that. Yeah. And then all the commercials go away. That's what I'm looking forward yeah. to. And, you know, I don't have to listen about the people in their dialysis clinic being shut down, which is oh, terrible. yeah. But, um, Speaking of that ad, how many times have they tried to pass that bill? I don't know. I am so sick of that. I don't one. even know what the bill is all about. I'm just I'm sick of seeing oh it. Oh my gosh! It's like we're gonna lose dialysis clinics. It's like yeah. how many times are you gonna try to pass this on us? Talking about how evil these other politicians are. And of course they're all evil. I just you know it's just like let it go. Let, let it go. go. All those commercials will be going away. I'm so excited. Um, so I'm gonna I I don't want to get down a sad rabbit hole. Yeah, let's. Not. I just want to do that one. So I'm gonna play a game. Okay, I love games. This is a good game. This is called. This is called. Stu does the Fresno scavenger hunt. Hey, everybody, we're going to go scavenger hunting. Get into the car. We're going to go wherever the scavenger hunt tells us to go. I think we're going to go to the water tower, maybe. I love the water tower. I love the water tower. And maybe we'll go to the zoo. Oh, I love the zoo. Yeah, we can poke the animals with sticks. Oh, sticks. It's it's an extra $5, and they give you a big, long stick. (laughs) Okay, so here's the story. We talked about the Fresno scavenger hunt. Um, a little bit ago, where you could win 10 ounces of silver um, by finding the location. This group. that worth, do you know, at the top? 10 ounces of skill. Uh, I think an ounce is like 20-some-odd dollars. It's probably 200 well, bucks. that's not bad. Mostly it's yeah. probably just bragging rights, yeah. Yeah, so I think an ounce is 20. Let's see. Um, let's see. Ounce of silver, one ounce so we're not Silver. talking a lot of money. We're just talking about a little bit of money and say, hey, look It's what enough I to make you want to go do a... Get you out of the house, into the heat, or whatever. Yeah. Speaking of which, I hate these days because it's like 50 degrees in the morning yeah. and 90 degrees in the afternoon. It's oh like, my gosh, who it's thought nuts. of this? Uh, yeah, ounce of silver to right this second is 1943. So, you know, you're looking at about 200 bucks. Oh, that's good. I love yeah. $200. So, um, the point is, you go, that they released a clue. 
yeah. every, I don't know, once in a while. Um, so uh, no no spoilers here, don't worry. Um, friend of the show, Austin Waltz, you've heard him on the show a number of times. Uh, friend of the show, Austin, he actually bought all of the clues because nobody had found uh, this most recent bar. So he was wow. like, I'm going to get all the clues. So he bought all the clues, and he sent them to me, and he said, let's do it. Do you know how much the clues are to buy? Uh, $5. Per clue? Yeah. Um, how many clues are there? Or is it like $300 worth of clues? Because you're not making any money. Um, $5 a clue, I think, and there's like seven clues. So five times seven is 35. Yeah. 35 bucks. That's not bad. Not bad. You think you're going to win, right? So Austin bought them. You have to buy the clues? No, you could just find it. Because they do reveal reveal the clues on their Facebook. Oh. You just, you can get like, you can get one clue ahead if you want to pay more for it. Oh, nice. Okay. So Austin bought all the clues, and literally 10 minutes later, somebody found it. But I reading through these clues, could not determine where this was. Uh-oh. But okay. I think that Marty, uh, who has a very, has a great deep knowledge of the oh Fresno area. Gosh, you lived here for, what, 50 years. If you lived yeah. here, you know, give Definitely. or take time you've been away, you know what, 40, 50, 50 years. 50 years. Yeah. Too so, long, too long. So I think you might know. So I'm going to okay. read you these clues, and we're going to see if Marty can find the 10-ounce silver bar. Or he will just embarrass himself. It says, the spot on the map is between two large roads, which travel faster than most and has abilities to be broad and vast. Okay. That'd be some sort of freeway. That's what I'm thinking. Two large roads. Animals of all kinds. Between like 41 and the 180? Could be. Yeah. Okay. Animals of all kinds. Children and adults gather from near and far on golden summer days to explore the bear. To explore the bear. There's that bear in Selma, not Selma, in um, Oakhurst. That's the first place I thought to. I'm going to keep on reading. Okay. To follow the path less traveled, become one with your inner child, into the quicksands of time. That's like, you know, when you travel through time, I guess. Okay, I'm thinking probably maybe Roding Park. He's getting there. Okay. Maybe like Storybook Land. Hmm, interesting. Escape to the castle where voices can be heard echoing through their walls. There's a castle in Storybook Land, Cinderella, uh, C- Cinderella's okay. Castle, Storybook Land. All right, now we got cool down with the fowl and floating beasts that lurk beyond the dock, all fenced. One more time. Cool down with the fowl and floating beasts that lurk beyond the dock, all fenced. Floating beasts that lurk beyond the dock, all fenced. Because that's that pond by Storybook Land. I would say, because they have the waterfowl and they have um, beasts around it by Storybook Land. Okay. All right, I got two more for you. Okay, okay, okay. If you swing by the bench that never levels, you will see a structure tall in the distance. Okay, a bench that never levels? Yeah. Because they have those, I don't know if they still have the mushrooms that go around at Storybook Land. I'm oh. stuck in Storybook Land. 
that um, never level off, and they are, you can't really get on them. It's not really a bench, but you could sit on it. Interesting. Okay. So, yeah, this, I don't understand what that means, a bench that never levels. So you're on, I couldn't figure that out for the life of me. Yeah, because it's a mushroom. It's a cool thing. It's a mushroom, and you try to sit on it, but it's always moving around. Okay. So you got to keep grabbing it and falling off. Oh, that's kind of fun. Hey, one more. Atop this structure, you will be... I think they're missing some words. Atop this structure, you will be to see your kingdom protected by sand pits. You are close, so don't quit. I think it means you'll be able to see your kingdom protected by sand pits. You're close, so don't quit. Would it be the um, giant, uh, what is it, Jack and the Beanstalk thing that you climb up? That's interesting. So that's what that's what, the, I'm thinking it's Storybook Land. Okay, uh, and you're thinking Jack and the Beanstalks area yeah. in Storybook Land. Yeah. I'm going to read through it one more time, the quick one. So we know okay. there are a spot on a map between two large roads. Okay, travels faster than most. Animals of all kind, children and adults, they gather on summer days to explore the bear. They have a bear, the bear's house, three bears, Goldilocks and the three bears, their oh. house there at okay. Storybook Land. I think it's Storybook Land. All right. That's what you're thinking. Yeah. Okay. So you're wrong. Oh. I know. <laughs> but that's I thought Storybook Land too. Okay. I first thought Oakhurst, then Storybook Land. Yeah. But then you said Roding Park. You were very close. Okay. I think it's Oso de Oro Park. Oso de Oro Park? Oh, see, I've never heard of that park either. Oh, my God. Do you know that park? No. See, I would have never. I never would have got this. However, that makes sense. Because also de Oro Bark, doesn't that mean like the Golden Bear? Oh. It's like Golden Bear Park. Oh, jeez. But like. Where's it located? I've never been to Golden Bear Park. So it is um, off of. Barstow and West. West. Yeah. I've never been there. Never been. Didn't even know it existed. Wow, okay, so, but a lot of the clues fit Storybook Land. Yes, that's why I thought Storybook Land, especially, like, the castle. And yeah. Like, I've never even, never heard of this they park. They took liberties with what a castle is, that's for sure. Yeah, right, that's what I thought, too. They, like, this whole sitting upon your castle, I'm like, I don't know, man, it looks to me more like a, uh, a little structure. A play structure, A play yeah. place. Unless there's something out here that I don't know about, but that just looks like a... Well, if it's... I don't know. And I don't know about this big structure in the distance they're talking about either. Yeah, we'll have to go there. Yeah, well, there's not gold there anymore, so I'll probably pass. I know. I probably would just say I'm going to go there and never go there. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it'd be interesting, to, though, to take the clues... And go there see if we can and see, see how know. much sense they make. So somebody listening, go out to... Los de Oro Park. Yeah, listen to the Oro. podcast. Yeah. Listen to the clues that Max read and see if they make sense. If they make sense, hit us up on our Discord server. Yes. And let us know the details. Yep, and you can find that server at nofocusradio.com. Yeah. We might even have you on the show so you could talk about it. That would be great. That would be great. A lot of fun. Uh, reaching out to the community. So that was a good segment. That was called Marty Finds Gold of the Scavenger Hunters. <laughs> Get in the car, kids. This didn't work at all. I'm mad and angry. I'm out a lot of money for admission into this stupid park. 
Shut up. No, we're not no, going to McDonald's. No, I can't sit on this bench. It's not leveling. No, shut, shut We're not. No McDonald's today. We're just going <laughs> home. Um, hey, did you got one of those McDonald's adult meals yet? No, I haven't. Me neither. I think I was going to pick some up for the show, but I forgot. I would, but the problem is I can't eat gluten. Oh, but you know you can you, know, you can get gluten free at McDonald's. Do they really? Yeah, you can get a uh, French fries are gluten free. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, well, you can get a burger with no bun. That's true. Because I ate a burger there the other day, with and I ate only the meat. Yeah, and the cheese and the pickle. Ooh, a Big Mac? Did you get a Big Mac? No, I just got a cheeseburger. Do they still make Monster Macs? Oh no, I don't know. They should. I know. You know what I've discovered is so I like to go to In-N-Out because you can get it all letters wrapped. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what I do. And what they also do, you can get it with chilies. Really? Yeah, they put in like jalapeno chilies in there. Oh, it's so I good. did not know that. Yeah. It gives Ooh. a whole new dimension to the double-double. Um, I'll get one of those for sure. Just have them put chilies in it. So it's kind of like a little spicy, but not terribly spicy where it's going to kill you. But it's spicy where you go, oh, this is pretty nice. I love it. So that's um, what I've been getting lately because, hey. They're lettuce wrap. There's no gluten in them. Is there not a McDonald's Monster Mac anymore? I remember the Monster Mac. That was a big campaign a while ago. I've never seen a Monster Mac since then, though. The Monster Mac? Yeah, I don't see it anywhere. Might have done away with it like It's the Monster Mac. The Monster Mac. They tried to get rid of the Shamrock Shake, too, but people complained so much that they brought it back. Yeah, the Monster Mac had a, like, Six patties or three patties oh, or something. insane. Yeah, it's like, you know, that, and you got to go to the hospital and get defibrillated. Yeah, but it would be worth it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Some I mean, things I would, are worth it. I would, I would eat, I'd eat that. Yeah. I'd totally eat that. Um, to go clear. Oh, more Macs, <laughs> please. Alive. More McDonald's. Take another bite. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, we played that game. And failed miserably. I'm so disappointed in myself. Yeah, it wasn't but, good. It wasn't uh, great. Um, it could have been. All right, a couple. Let's talk about a couple new restaurants coming up. Restaurants, I love so, restaurants. Um, Nick the Greek, which is a chain of Greek restaurants. Yeah. You open one in Fresno. Nick the Greek has opened. Have you ever eaten at Nick the Greek? I have eaten at a Nick the Greek in the um, uh, Bay Area. It was probably in like probably the Mountain View general area. I thought it was not bad. Really? Yeah, I don't know where it is in Fresno though. Let's look it up. Um, it's in by River Park. It's in River Park. Everything's by River Park. I know, uh, but you know what? You can get like falafel fries. I love a falafel. Imagine What's falafel, falafel fries. <laughs> falafel, what is a falafel over fries covered with sauce, like freaking awesome. Falafel over is falafel like that meaty thing, a meat thing, like little meatball. Uh, no, thing? there's no meat in falafel. What's in it? Um, it's uh, it's made with like garbanzo beans oh. and a whole bunch of goodies, and then you deep fry it. It's like a Middle Eastern hush puppy. Oh, I like Middle Eastern hush puppies. <laughs> I like hush puppies. Yeah, and just imagine it uh, better. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, like, yeah, this place is pretty legit. At least it was in the past. So, I'm, you know, check it out. Nick the Greek. Um, Down by River Park. Out in the River Park area. It'll be really crowded at first, and then everyone yes. just abandon it like everybody does in Fresno. That's true. It's going to, sh- poor place going to shut down in like four weeks. Except Chick-fil-A has been there forever. Chick-fil-A is Always has a consistent line. We do. Um, that place is a freak. If I could, if I could go back in time, you know what I would do? I would just not go to college, and I would have got right out of high school and started working at Chick Fil A, and then opened a Chick Fil A when I was twenty five. Yeah, and then just been cruising. Well, I would have just got out of school, mowed a bunch of lawns, and buy Apple stock. Oh, <laughs> actually, <laughs> dang, that's the right thing. That's the right yeah. answer. You're right. Dang, that's was good. The only. Uh, 
company run by millionaires because yeah. everyone got stock at first, and That's even the true. secretaries were millionaires. It's like uh, the, the the Google guys. They gave they couldn't pay. They had um they would sit in front of their computers all day, so they hired a uh, masseuse to rub their backs, and they paid her in stock of Google. She's now worth I forget how much she's worth. Two dollars. Google. Twenty four. Masseuse. A Google stock. masseuse. How much would she worth? Um, let's get really good massage. Let's see here. She was an article from New York Times. Her name was Bonnie Brown. Bonnie Brown. She was fresh from a nasty divorce in 1999, Ooh, living nasty. with her sister. Um, she was offered a part-time job for $450 a week to be the in-house masseuse at Google, um, as well as stock options. Oh, sweet. She took the stock options. She took the stock options. Um, let's see here. As she you do after a nasty divorce. Yeah, she sold them for. Oh my gosh, what did she sell them for? Getting blown away by all the zeros. Uh, there's just this massive article. Something uh, like a lot of fluff. Forty million dollars or something like. That. Holy smokes! <laughs> yeah, um, not bad, right? I mean. Not bad at all. You know, I would do. I'd do that. I'd do a lot of things for that. Yeah, I would say Some that's legal. Not a bad, um, not a bad job. Nope. Jeez, Louise. That's what why a, I'm taking the stock option with this job, doing the podcast because I know it's going to take off. Oh yeah, well, if you, so I'm taking the stock option instead of the cash. Yeah, oh yeah, heck yeah. Oh, well, that's great news. I'm, I'll just. Throw this check in the trash. Then. Okay. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Take a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Nick the Greek. Uh, we also have a couple other fun things here. The Mukes Home. Or I don't know if they're still calling. I thought they were changing the name of the Mukes Home. Apparently, I'm wrong. Oh well, yeah, because apparently he was uh, racist. Yeah, well, he wasn't racist. He just, you know, he was a medic during the um, oh, Civil War. Civil, Civil War, War yeah. so automatically bad. Yeah, bad, bad terrible, man. terrible. Um, man. They are doing something called candlelight morning tour. Have you ever wanted to see what it was like to mourn the dead in the Victorian times? Well, you can learn that by taking our annual candlelight tour at the Mukes Home Museum. See the museum as it would have been decorated after the death of a family member. With a fun twist. Visit our website to purchase your tickets. Because the Mukes Home is allegedly haunted. Yeah, is it? Yeah, that's what I hear. Oh. From so, people yeah. who like work there, people who've um, done construction there and other things, they'll complain about it being haunted. Because so yeah, I worked see, down yeah. the street when I worked at Yeston Webb Funeral Home. Oh, right. Yeah. That's interesting. Now, I wonder, though, like, I'm yeah. thinking about this tour. It's like a morning tour after somebody died. Like, it doesn't sound scary. It sounds sad. It does. I just feel like you're just going to be sitting in a dark house crying. Like, like, oh, man, all the mirrors will probably be covered. Yeah, they didn't say, like, visit a spooky haunted house. It was like, you want to be in a house that somebody died in in the 1800s? That'd be awkward. It's just yeah. odd. No, I'd rather go. So, I don't know about that whole event. Um, not sure about it. Um, so that's an event. I would like to quickly touch on, um, don't, you can't touch that. <laughs> Sorry. This talk. Sorry. You want to hear an old ghost story? Yes. Okay. So I got a subscription to like old newspapers at newspaper.com. So I bought a subscription cause I'm doing this really deep dive research into 
the haunting that took place at St. John's. And I'm going to make it into a podcast as a um, no focus and retrograde. Yes. Wait, time out. Yeah. What's this called? Newspaper.com? Uh, newspaper.com, I believe. Yeah. News. And they, you were able to get clips from all over the United States because they scanned them and you could get access to them. Newspapers.com. Yeah. Discover your ancestors in historical newspapers, yes. the largest online newspaper archive. Yeah, it's amazing. They have like the, um, the Morning Republic, which was a Fresno paper back in the day in the 1930s and, you know, 1890 to 1930s. You had the old Fresno B. Really? They yeah, have oh, all yeah. this. Yeah, and you could, scan, you could put in a search parameters for dates and you could put in search parameters for certain words. Sometimes it works well for the certain words. I'm having trouble because some of the words I'm looking for are not showing up. But. How cool is that? So, um, okay, so you're doing one about the haunting at um, St. John's Cathedral. St. John's yeah, it Cathedral. Happened in ni- Allegedly, it happened <laughs> 1931 to about like 1937, something okay. around there. But like I'm doing a totally stupid deep dive on it. My wife is laughing at me half the time because I'm always researching it. But this has nothing to do with that. Okay. Okay. This is something unrelated that I found quite by accident, as you do. And so, this, we're going to go all the way back in the Wayback Machine to 1934, November 9th in 1934. Hmm. So, the article reads, Paid Sherlock Holmes, police needs his help. So you don't believe in ghosts? Well, ask any of the residents in the vicinity of Santa Clara and O Street about them. Those are Fresno streets. It's in Fresno. In Fresno, Okay. Yes. For a month now, ghosts are something have been cutting all sorts of capers in, the, in that vicinity. But last night was the last straw. The police were summoned. A barrage of walnuts, rocks, and bones descended on the neighborhood. What? And particularly on the E.H. Burdett home uh, at, this was great about old papers, they give you a lot of details, at 504 O Street at 6 p.m. What was the name of this home? The E? The E.H. Burdett. B-U-R-D-E-T-T-E home. E.H. The haunting of E.H. Burdett home. Okay. It wasn't haunted because it, it never took place in the house. It took place in the outside, outside okay. the house. So um, the police were assembled at what they thought were strategic points. Walnuts, rocks, and, and bones rained from the heavens. Things quieted down about two hours later. But at 9 p.m., the barrage began with renewed intensity and continued until 12.15 a.m. For officers and many bystanders were struck. Every shed, barn, garage, and other likely hiding places within a block of the Burdett home were searched fruitlessly and once, uh, not once, but several times. As the officers started in one direction, the missiles started coming from the opposite way. What? When things finally quieted down, the ghosts had won a sweeping victory, but not a person was captured. None were even seen, and the police and spectators stole away sadder, but not wiser. So basically, they were having an outside poltergeist experience, because poltergeists would do things, especially with, you know... uh, So they never found out what this was. No, they never did. That's trippy. Because these things were falling out of the sky and even being thrown at people. And bones, they said. Yeah, and bones. 
And that's like common poltergeist activity where a poltergeist will manifest things and like either throw them at you or they would fall from the ceiling. Um, so it's like a poltergeist. Frightening. That it took place in Fresno on Santa Clara and O Street. And it centered on this one house. And it was weird because it's an outside poltergeist experience instead of an inside poltergeist experience. Um, let's find out. Should we find out where Santa Clara and O Street is I right think now? we should, yes. Santa Clara and O Street. Street. It actually didn't it give the address in that? They did. They did. I will tell you the address. It's 504 O Street. 504 O Street. Oh, my gosh. It's still a place. Is it? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, here it is. Okay, let's take a look on Google Maps. Okay. What we're going to do is we are going to do, 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 do satellite. And we're going to take, it is currently uh, the 5th District Court of Appeals. Wow, they tore that house down. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's right by that, it's right where that granite flooring place is. Really? Yeah. Huh. I'll be. I wonder. I bet you. Well, now we know why they tore it down. <laughs> my goodness. Oh, it's right by the uh, downtown Fresno sign. Yeah, oh my I gosh. bet you it was right here. Yeah, probably in that parking lot. Yeah. Well, I'll be. But yeah, so. Oh, I, I know exactly where that is. Yeah. Well, look at that. Think about this. Why do you think that place is still just fenced off? I don't know. Dun, dun, dun. I want to go out there sometime. I don't want to go out there at dun, night. Dun, though, dun. Look at that. It actually is. Rough neighborhood. That's but. actually really random. Look at that. Yeah. That whole section is just fenced off. They tore it all down and it's all fenced down. I wonder, you know, because I couldn't find any after story for later on about that. They never caught anyone for it. It was just like raining down walnuts, rocks, and bones. That's creepy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they don't give any, like, do they talk about what kind of bones? Like fingers? Like, Thighs, we don't know idea. They didn't mention what kind of bones. Um, it was all in 1934, okay, November 9th. And we're coming up on totally the anniversary trippy. of that. Totally trippy. So we should uh, go out there and sit around at night, see if we can um, get them to throw stuff at I us. would go out there with you with our recording equipment to see what happens. Okay. You know what we should do? We should go out with Johnny. Remember friend of the show, Ghost Hunter? Yeah. That would well, actually that would be, be cool. awesome. We should do that. Send him the article and the whole thing. Um. But yeah, that's one thing about newspaper.com. It's amazing because you could find all this weird stuff. I found a ton of weird stuff. I love So newspapers.com is run by Ancestry.com. Right. This is really interesting. Sorry, I'm that's okay. yawning. 801 million newspapers right. they have logged. Because I was searching for someone, and I found them in another state because their newspaper popped up their name. And I'm going, oh, my God. And I did a little more research and realized this is the exact person I'm looking for. How cool is this? Yeah. How much is a subscription? Like 20 bucks a month. Okay, that's not bad. Not terrible, especially for what you get. You get a lot. And I spent yeah. a lot of time on that thing. I could go down some rabbit holes. Yeah, me too. That's what I've been doing. Because the whole haunting of St. Like, okay, so allegedly this nun was haunting. Sister Irenita was haunting St. John's Cathedral because this one priest, Father Crowley, right. didn't say a mass for her when she was and, she, you know, she died, and Father Crowley was supposed to say a mass for her because she paid for it, but he never did. Okay. And there are so many problems with this ghost story. First of all, the first appearance of it is 1966, when allegedly it happened around 1931. Okay. So that's a big problem. It was never appeared in any of the papers. Some of the things that supposedly happened never made the papers they should have. And 
I even went down to the Hall of Records and pulled this woman's. I found out her real name, the nun's really? real name, because Sister Irenita is not her real name. It's her taken name, her holy name, Sister Mary Irenita. But I found her real name, and I went down and got her death certificate. Interesting. Yeah, so I found out a lot of things about her that don't really jive with this story. Whoa. Okay, cold case. Yeah. That's so, cool. So I'm going to put it together for a no focus and retro. Oh, I love that. Um, okay, this is a really cool. This is a cool website. I might, I might do one oh, of these. You should, yeah, I might you get should. a little trial. I, uh, I did around. a trial for a month, and I'm going to have to subscribe to it. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that because it's kind of cool. You can type in like your family names and just see what pops up. Oh yeah, because I found like uh, old records of my dad. Really? Yeah, and I'm going. Oh my god, they like even a couple of pictures. I'm going. Oh, like, how cool is that? Like my uh, my grandfather was a uh, he taught music in um, Spokane and also L.A. So I was able to follow him from Spokane to L.A. How cool! I love this. So it's especially with you and your family connections. You I was going to say this could be yeah, fun. You would have a lot of fun with that. Oh, I'm going to do that. This is a blast. Cool right. find, Even man. Just putting in miscellaneous things, you find the weirdest stories, like this story about the poltergeist oh. outside. I I've love heard this of an outside pol- poltergeist. I'm intrigued. This is really cool, and and, and newspapers. And, and uh, yeah, all types of newspapers if, or publishers can um, let newspapers.com archive their stuff for free. And then you have it forever and you can use it in your own facility. Yeah. Um, that's really neat. And also, because if you ever did archives before, you got to go to the Fresno, you got to go to the Fresno library. Oh, right. You got to ask them for the archive and they give you a microfish. You got to go to a microfish machine, hope it doesn't jam and go through all the microfish and say, oh, no, this isn't what I'm looking for. And there are no search parameters. You just got to go through and do a hard search. This is pretty cool. Yeah, they have newspapers. They have the Daily Morning Republican from Mm -hmm. Fresno from 1887 through 1891. They have the Fresno Bee from 1922 to today. Yeah. They have the Fresno Morning Republican from 1992, which was a separate publisher, through 1932. They have the uh, Fresno Tribune from 1907, and they have the Fresno Weekly from 1876 to 1905. And it's funny because the era I'm searching is the 1930s, and that was during um, Prohibition. Oh, that's fun. Abortion was illegal, and they busted an abortion farm out in Madeira. Really? Yeah, because um, pe- women were coming down with um, um, peritonitis, inflammation right. of their abdominal cavity, and they traced it back to an to... abortion uh, farm out in Madeira. Crazy. And they arrested this woman. They raided the house. They talked about all the stuff that they found in the house. Oh, my gosh. It was crazy. But everyone says, oh, times now are so bad. No, you just read these old papers and you realize times have always been bad. People yeah, have always are, been crazy. Things have always been happening, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Especially during that time. It was also during the Great Depression. And oh, yeah. I also learned people used to go raid cemeteries during the Great Depression to dig up bodies and get jewelry. Oh, jewelry, yeah. Jewelry watches. So they would raid all these, you know. Yeah, grave robbers. Came, yeah. That was a big thing during that time. Yeah, they would just yeah. go after their, you or know. Or teeths and things like that. They would go after, yeah. like, oh, my god. Oh, they gosh. would go after valuables. So they, all oh, these, um, like, um, Calvary uh, Cemetery in San Francisco had problems with that because hobos were living in the freaking cemetery. Oof. And so um, they would go through and dig up the graves and rob the bodies. It was such a trip. It was unreal the way things were back then. Yeah, uh, it was like the Wild West everywhere. Yeah, pretty much. Um, It was not a simpler time. It was very complex. Right, this is true. Yeah, I think sometimes we we long for the olden times that seem better, but it never was. But they're not. They're all romanticized. 
Yeah, even I think, you know, sometimes I think about, like, I just think about growing up. I'm like, oh, man, it was so much easier. But I was a kid. Like, oh, yeah. the, the world probably yeah. wasn't easier. Like, I, lo- I love the 70s because I grew up during that time. Right. But it was like, you know, Richard Nixon, Watergate, Vietnam. Right. Cold War was at its height. All these other problems. But I was a kid. You, I didn't care. I just didn't, wanted the new Star Wars toy that right. came out. Yeah. <laughs> we were distracted by the fun things yeah, at the time. The cartoons and things. Um, that does happen. Uh, okay, that's what it is, though. Uh, okay, we talked about... Um, that's a good... That's a creepy story. Uh, it's kind of... I'm going to be thinking about that for a while. The walnuts, rocks, and bones falling from the sky. Um, I'm just going to end this here with a new movie came out this week. One that I was not excited about. One, because uh, DC hasn't made a good movie in, for years. Uh, yeah. Um, and two, uh, I just don't care about The Rock in, in movies. He's in so many <laughs> of them. It doesn't, doesn't do anything it's for me. It's The Rock playing The Rock in yeah, the movie. Yeah, yeah, I just don't care. Um, but this is a review of uh, the Black Adam, which is just the Rock fails in Black Adam, possibly the worst movie ever. Wow, that's a that's a big bad. It yeah, says Black Adam story. does not deserve a bad review. A bad movie review would be too kind. Ooh. It would imply that Black Adam is an actual movie. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I just think this is so savage. It's great. Black Adam is something else—a pounding and intrusive soundtrack. A plane colliding with a helicopter, a sprinkling of meaningless dialogue, and an act of contempt towards its audience. It signals the moment where Dwayne The Rock Johnson started taking himself too seriously, or perhaps it was the filmmakers. Anyway, whoever is doing it, you need to stop. <laughs> um, it talks about then how like his entrance is delayed, you make him wear a, a mask the whole time for the whole first chunk of the movie. Says Black Adam is not an easy story to follow, especially as it creates no desire to follow it. <laughs> the basic plot seems fairly simple, though convoluted and wholly lacking in interest. Kondak, a fictional Middle Eastern country being ruled by a military dictatorship, Adriana, an archaeologist, puts together a team to dig for the crown of Sabak. She believes the crown can confer great power, which she could use to overthrow the regime. She finds the crown, but all hell breaks loose, and so does Black Adam, um, who they <laughs> accidentally free. Government troops arrive to take the crown back, whereupon Black Adam starts killing everybody, tossing them, melting them with a touch, etc. Missiles can't stop him. Nothing can stop him. Nothing can stop the awfulness. <laughs> <laughs> Some other superheroes are called in, and these are strictly second-tier entities, not a Batman in the bunch. There's Hawkman, Cyclone, and Dr. Fate, played by Pierce Brosnan, who apparently doesn't think he has enough money. (laughs) Uh, The one perverse, almost pleasure of Black Adam is in watching Brosnan try to invest emotion in a role that's as solid as wet tissue paper. Oh, my God. Um... It's, it's, this review is hilarious. Um, it says, uh, let's see here. Just ends with, seriously, don't see Black Adam. Don't encourage this. <laughs> I don't even want to admit that it's an actual movie, but assuming it is, it's the worst of the year and one of the worst I've ever seen. Wow. <laughs> That's great. That is a really great review. <laughs> it's, so just, things like that. Do you blame the actor or the producer and the director and everyone else involved? Uh, you blame everybody else yeah. involved. Because you know every one of these people individually has made good movies. Yeah. You just blame really the producer in general who's saying, let's just make a movie. And I think what people, this is the problem. This is exactly what happened. 
that's terrible Justice League movie, which was just yeah. garbage. Just <laughs> they make it even more terrible and re-release it. Yes, yeah. and then they re-released it. And then they, so it was like, release the Snyder Cut. Then they, then they re-released it. And then they re-released the Snyder Cut in black and white. Oh, Jesus. It's like, and they made a ton of money on that thing. Uh-huh. Like, tons of money. And there are still people I know who, uh, f- you know who you are, Nick. <laughs> I know, you know who I'm talking about. Will still defend this movie, even though, oh, even man. though they know it's terrible. Even though I have pointed out to them the picture, the <laughs> in that movie, the police have a police sketch of Batman um, in Justice League. I don't know if everybody remembers this. We have to remember. Nobody can forget the police sketch of, or is it in Batman versus Superman? I forget. Um, Batman in, maybe it was Batman v. Um, dang it. Oh, this is it. They say <laughs> the police are like, the police literally, like, oh, we have a picture of them. It's more like Mothman. And it's this. It's like, it can't be real. They can't, they can't pretend like a police sketch artist drew this. I it's unfathomable that that was the drawing. It was uh, his son. His son did that. <laughs> right. It's like it's so bad. Yeah, my son drew the sketch of the uh, perpetrator. Um, and actually, oh no, I made it worse. That's right. They updated it. Thank you. The f- original one in the movie. Let's talk about it. Was that top one? That's not a joke. I will post this. <laughs> this was the original sketch. Of nice. Batman in the movie, I will share this on the show and notes. They redid it it's to the terrible, other one? and then they made it this one as if it was so better. You had one really bad drawing that looked a little cartoony, and the other one looks more like a vampire Mothman. It's it's just despicable. It's in the show notes. Yeah, Check it out. Unreal. Um. Anyways, but that that terrible movie made a bunch of money. So I think they just release Black Adam and go throw a bunch of action scenes in it and people are going to like it. And because the way they probably wrote him a check and said, hey, here. And he goes, okay, <laughs> right. do whatever for and that And they'll check. probably sell a bunch of toys yeah. and whatever. And get a cut of that. They'll make a bunch of money. And it's like, okay. That's un- unreal. It's just don't, junk. Don't, don't see it. Don't support that. Don't support it. It, it don't support that maybe movie. haunted car wash instead. Oh, I like that. It's yeah. a good call. All right, guys, we have to go. But um, thank you for tuning in. It's been fun. Um, a couple of things, some really important things. Make sure to go to nofocusradio.com. There's a couple of links there. One is to uh, buy us a coffee, join the show, um, or become a, um, a subscriber, part of the club. We would appreciate that. Um, but most importantly, really, if you can just tell your friends. You know, we really put a lot of work into this show. Um, we, uh, we really do. I know we joke around a lot, but we spend time researching we spend time producing we spend time editing we spend time buying new microphones so we sound so good um and you know if you could show a little bit of support a dollar a week whatever it is a dollar a month even it all helps or just send us a hundred thousand dollars in one quick payment oh yeah that's a good point yeah that's a good point if you are and another thing to remember is it's you know one dollar a month for the lowest tier and then if you just send us a simple payment of forty six ninety five, will also send you an amazing um, vibrating electric toothbrush 
um, that comes the whole bunch of stuff. It might be slightly used, but it's new but to you. Yes, exactly. I like that. New to you, toothbrush. So, um, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Do tell a friend. We appreciate it. Join the cop on the Discord server. I actually just got a message. I don't know from who, but I got some. So thank you guys. We'll talk to you soon. I want to sell pictures of my feet. I'd buy those. Okay, good. <laughs>